0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Wattress. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Well, thanks for jumping on to our podcast today. Uh, this is Everyday Revival, and we're glad to be with you again today. Man, we're going to finish up some things that we've been talking about for the last couple times. If you've not caught caught up with our uh Previous podcasts, go ahead and jump on there, and, and you can catch those. We've been talking about not being shaken, and I'm telling you, this is good. Uh, this is good word for um, the days we're living in, the 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 time, the period of time we're living in. I mean, it's good for always, but it's it's definitely good for now. Um, you see people um, being shaken in their faith. You see people being shaken in their lives. Uh, people that don't know Jesus. Um, they're grasping for, uh, straws. They, they don't know they're at their wits end. Um, I think the message Bible says that in one of those translations over there, it says, you know, people will be, uh, at their wits end and they, they won't know what to do. And we have the answer. And that makes me happy, uh, that I have the answer. At one time I didn't have the answer and I was searching myself and I was looking for that. And, and I'm so glad that, um, that I, uh, I chose to let him be the Lord of my life because it's changed me forever. So anyway, we're talking about not being shaken. Glad you're with us today. If you have your Bibles or if uh, get them out and get your pens, paper, take some notes. Um, hopefully, you know, these podcasts are encouraging you, strengthening you every day, maybe on your way to work. Um, some people, you know, listen to them on their break. Wh- whatever... Uh, helps you, uh, go ahead and, 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 just, and just do that. But um, if you don't get to look up these scriptures, look them up later. But I want to go back to this verse. I think we talked about it in the first one, but Psalm 16, 8 through 9. This is the New Living Translation. It says, I know, I know the Lord is always with me. I know. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to, even though I can't see him, I know something. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety. Man, you just take that verse and you just meditate on it. And when you go to the stores and you go around in your daily things that you're doing and you look around, Look at uh, look at how many people are not living in in this reality. And and not in a haughty way. I'm not saying look around like you're you're something better, but I'm just saying look around at how many people are are fearful. They they don't know what to do. But we have the scripture. We have his word th- that we can stand on. Listen, the word is our answer. The word is our anchor for our souls. It keeps us grounded in hard times. That's why we're not shaken. So let me read it again. This is just encouraging words. Psalm 16, 8 through 9, New Living Translation. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety. So just starting off with that, that verse today. And talking about not being shaken, Talk, talking about and looking at not being, being shaken. How about this? Not being shaken daily, not just once in a while when something big comes down, uh, you know, the pipe and comes towards us, but I'm talking about not being shaken in our emotions, in our mind, right? What is our soulish realm? our mind, our will, and our emotions. I'm not going to be shaken in my mind. I'm not going to let the enemy rattle me and shake me. You know, if you don't want to be shaken and you have trouble uh, with fearful news or things that are coming at you, be careful what you listen to. I was telling somebody the other day, what, what kind of things do you have on in your house? And they said, well, we have the TV on all the time. I said, you don't need the TV as a background noise in your, in your house all the time, just going and going. No, put some music on. Put some praise and worship music on. Put something on that'll uplift you and to keep the household peaceful. Well, my kids don't like it. Well, tough. It's not their house. Are they paying the, are they paying the bills for the house? <laughs> then, then you keep your house the way that you want it you keep that atmosphere in that home keeping it pumping out peace pumping out joy right you control what comes into your house you don't have to turn the channel to that that show i don't have to look at things i don't want to it's our choice so we have we have a choice in the matter but if we want peace and joy and life flowing into our homes then we need to, to, to be careful about what we listen to. Now, I know out and about, I can't control the atmosphere. I can't go into Target and say, you know, or Walmart and say, hey, I want you to turn that off. Um, uh, excuse me, I don't want you to be saying that. I, I, I don't want that foul language. You know, you know what I'm saying. You just don't walk around telling everybody what to do. I can't control that, but you know what I can I can control? I can control what I'm listening to, what I'm looking at, what I'm feeding myself with, and what I'm putting on the inside of me. And therefore, when I do that and I'm consistent with it, then my life looks different than everybody else's out and about. And those things don't get in me as easily. They don't land in me and stick. They might try to come at me. But, you know, over there, where where is it? In Ephesians talks about putting on the whole armor of God. That we might be able to stand, and having done, remember we did that podcast. Having done all to stand, we stand. So we have to we have to be real uh, picky about what we listen to, about what comes into our eye gates and our, our ears. Um, you know, people they get all upset when people st- when we start talking about these things because it's funny. People want joy, they want peace, they want to to have the assurance that things are okay but a lot of times people don't want to change what they're doing to get those results <laughs> right it's just like if people want to go on a diet and they they know that their body needs to lose weight they know that god has been speaking to them about these things and they don't feel good and they they need to change some things some dietary things but they won't they they keep bringing potato chips and Oreos into their house. Listen, listen, Oreos, they're godly. Oh my goodness. I I could sit here and eat Oreos right now, but I have to limit myself, right? Um, I have to, I have to be careful of what I bring into the house or what I'm around, right? Because then I'm going to partake of that. I'm going to, you know, 11 o'clock at night, uh, my my flesh is going to say, you need 10 Oreos and a big glass of milk. And that's what your body needs right now. And you have to talk to your body, right? So we're talking about not being shaken, but there's, there's ingredients that need to go into uh, your, your daily routine that will keep you from not being shaken. You know, yeah, we can walk around and quote these verses and, and talk about how God keeps us and, and we're helped— but And that's good. Get, get that confession. Put it in your mouth. But we have to also change some other things in our, in our daily habits, in our daily life, that'll keep us grounded in and, and, and the things of God. Um, let me go on to this verse, Psalms 27. And hopefully you're with me here, and we're going through a couple of Psalms today. Psalms 27, 4 through 6. This is the, in the NASB, which is a New American Standard Bible. And we're reading that today. It says, one thing I have asked from the Lord and that one thing I do seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. For in the day of trouble, you will conceal me in your tabernacle in the secret place of your tent you will hide me he will lift me up on a rock and now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me and i will offer in his tent sacrifices with joy as shouts of joy shouts of joy i will sing yes i will sing praises to the lord praise god listen to that verse just that verse those verses right there there's a whole bunch of components right in, in here, and let's look at them. We're talking about not being shaken. Well, he talks about where he wants to live, where he wants to dwell, where he wants to make his home. And in this verse, we find that where our home is, where we make our home, is is safety, there's joy, there's peace. Notice what he said. He said, one thing have I asked of you, Lord, and I seek that I may dwell, I may live in your house all the days of my life. Listen, I I view this, you know, too, like not only physically dwelling in the house of God when I'm here in church, when I go into the house of God with the, uh, the other believers, right, the people around us. But this is this, I believe, is talking about when I dwell in your house, when I'm in your presence, when I'm dwelling in your in, in that in that place, when I'm standing in your presence, I'm beholding your beauty, and I meditate on your on on the things that are about you, in your temple. For in the day of trouble you will conceal me in your tabernacle. Notice here, he's talking about the house of the Lord. He's talking about in his temple. Now he says in his tabernacle. Then in the next verse, he says in the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. So he's talking about a tent, a tabernacle, a temple. And the dwelling place, the house of the Lord. This is the place where you're going to find safety and rest. This is the place where over there in Psalm 16, he was talking about my body rests in safety. There is something about being in the house of God. There's something about being in the presence of God that nothing else can take the place of, nothing. You know, I was listen, talking to somebody the other day and they said, yeah, I go, I go float, I go float. And they're talking about, you know, they go to the floating place. And I, if you don't know what that is, it's I guess where you go in and you, you get, they have peaceful music and you can just completely relax in, in water. Um, I've never done it, but anyway, you, you can float, and it's just supposed to be very peaceful, very tranquil. <laughs> I probably won't be doing that, but if you do it, great. But there's no place like the presence of God, where you know, where you can just get in the presence of God, and He, I, you exchange your your uh, anxiety, uh, your fearfulness, the things that have been trying to get on you. You exchange that for his peace, his joy. It says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You get in his presence, and all of a sudden, the things that we're trying to get on you, they're ex- exchanged for man, so much, so much joy, so much peace. And uh, so this verse it has a lot of secrets in it, a lot of good answers, I should say. In the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. You, you you got things going on where you feel like people are attacking you, where things may be on your job, you know, you're you're just dealing with ungodly people. Um, right here, in the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. I look at that like he's this caring father saying, You just get behind me and I'll take care of your I'll take care of your battles. I'll take care of what's going on. You know, when I was younger, my dad—he's—he's he's about six two, almost six three. I mean, he's—he's he's a big guy, and I, I remember when I was younger, always saying, "Well, my daddy, my daddy can whoop your daddy," <laughs> you know, because that's what we did. You know, you just—you—you you, you thought of your your dad as you know somebody protecting you. Uh, maybe you didn't grow up like that, but you know what? Your heavenly father protects you. Your heavenly father will always be there and never leave you or forsake you. says, he will lift me up on a rock. That means I don't have to stay down where all the junk's going on. He's literally going to lift me up on a rock and keep me from harm's harm's way. And it says in verse 6, it says, and now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me. I'm telling you, I've been in situations where it looked like I was going to get pounced pounced on, beat on by my enemies, you know, not, not physically, but, you know, it, it, the enemy comes to it, to it, he attacks your mind. He's there and he's throwing accusations and things at your mind all the time. And we have to know how to um, disarm those things and how to deal with those things. We can't just think the devil away. You can't just just like you can't think about praising God in your mind and just think about the praise. You have to let it come out of your mouth, right? I praise you God. I worship you. Well, the same is true about thinking the devil away. When you start getting attacked and bombarded in your mind, you can't think him away. I'm just going to I'm just going to sit here and think him away. Just go away, Satan. But you're not saying anything out of your mouth. No. We have to use our words, right? It says, now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I love that. With shouts of joy, I will offer up in his, in his tent sacrifice. It's a sacrifice with shouts of joy. My praise, my worship is, is a sacrifice. I don't, ever, I don't know about y'all, but I did not feel like it this morning getting up and saying, praise you, Lord. Thank you. But I did it because I wanted praise on my lips. I I wanted that what was already in my heart to come out, right? He's been so good to us. That's going to keep us from not being shaken in hard times. And then it says in the next verse, I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. (laughs) There's our answer, y'all. If you don't want to be shaken and moved and beat around, get these things in your mouth. I'm going to get these things in my mouth. Sacrifices with shouts of joy. With I'm going to sing, I'm going to sing praises to the Lord in his house, in his presence, right? And then in another verse it says, in his presence is fullness of joy. So when I get there, man, I can't leave without joy. If you're getting in his presence and you come out and you look like you sucked on a pickle, then you're really not, you're not tapping into what's there. (laughs) There's a joy that comes from talking to our heavenly father, for, for from worshiping him and spending time with him in that secret place. Yeah, I'm going to leave you with this last verse today. Man, the time goes fast. Psalms 34. And this is also in the New American Standard. Psalms 34:15. I'll start in 15. It says the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous. That's us, y'all. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. Praise God. Man, when you feel like nobody understands, when you feel like nobody nobody has your back, people people are your family's messing with you and attacking you or whatever's going on, your kids are being boogers, right? He says right here, his ears are open to our cry. That means when you say, Lord, I thank you that you hear me. I thank you that you're helping me in this situation. I thank you that you're my rock and my fortress, my God, and you will I trust. And you start talking to him, his ears are open to your cry. The face of the Lord is against evildoers. The face of the Lord is against evildoers. To cut off the memory of them from the earth. Whoa. Don't mess with God or his people. It says, the righteous cry and the Lord hears. You know, I've over the years in talking with people and counseling people and different things, one thing you do hear in people's voices a lot of times is they wouldn't come out and say it, but they they almost accuse God of not hearing them. They They don't think that they're heard of God. If you'll just find these verses, they're all over the word of God, that he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we've asked of him. That's what one scripture says. It says, The righteous cry, and the Lord hears us, and he delivers us out of all of our troubles. Praise God, I'm going to run around this room. And he delivers us out of all. Notice he didn't say only the ones that you didn't get yourself into. Now, when you get yourself into your own troubles, you're on your own, brother. No. He said he... He, he delivers us out of them all, out of all of our troubles. We're not going to be shaken, y'all, because he's our deliverer. It says, and the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Mm, mm. This is for a, This is for people today. I'm telling you, if you feel like your heart's been broken, if you feel like you've been crushed on the inside, maybe you got a low blow. Maybe you got a bad report from the doctor. Maybe somebody just that was close to you just completely turned their back on you. I've had that happen. Didn't know what I did, but they stopped talking to me. You know, but you can't let those things get in you. You got to keep serving God. You got to keep going on. He has a plan for your life. He has a purpose. He doesn't want you to be shaken. Some of you, you've been shaken right there and paralyzed by the enemy for years at that same point, and you haven't been able to get beyond that. But I'm telling you, today, He hears you, He sees you, and He hears you, and He knows what you're going through. And this verse is for you. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and He saves those who are crushed in spirit. Listen to this. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, Well, you know, I thought when I got saved, I wasn't going to have any more trouble, Pastor Kendall. No, no, we're going to have, we're going to have trouble in the flesh. There's going to be lots of things that try to come at us, but they can't get in us. They can't shake us, y'all. They can't move us. I will not be moved. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, it says, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. He delivers you out of them all. So if you've been paralyzed by the enemy, you got stung, things hurt, and you just haven't been able to, you can't get, you just can't get beyond that. It's like every time you go to use your faith, you just like, ah, you just, it doesn't seem like God hears you. Shake that off today. Shake it off today. Lift up your hands where you are and say, Father God, thank you. Thank you that you hear me. Thank you that you're with me. And thank you that you deliver me out of them all. Listen to this. This is the rest of the verse. He keeps all of his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil will slay the wicked. And those who hate the righteous will be condemned. Wow. He's got our back, y'all. It says, and those that hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants And none of those who take refuge or make their home in him will be condemned. So those that hate righteous, they're going to be condemned. But the scripture says those that take refuge or make their home in him will not be condemned. Praise God! I'm telling you, you guys, that that's three simple scriptures today, and we could just have have church right now. All I need is an organ, and you know, a couple chords, and I mean, I just, I just, we'll just have church. Um, but if you don't have those things, you understand? I'm kidding. But you, if you don't have those things, which I normally don't, I'm in my car, or I'm, I'm, you know, get, put on my makeup in the morning. We have to remind ourselves of these things. The eyes of the Lord are toward me. He hears me. He knows my name. He knows how many hairs are on my head. He's near to the brokenhearted. He saves those who are crushed in spirit. Hallelujah. I will lift up my voice with shouts of joy. Lord, I praise you. I sing praises to you, God. I'm telling you, these are ingredients for victory ingredients for going over, ingredients for being an overcomer, ingredients for whipping the enemy's tail all over your state, wherever you're listening from. He's just going to whip the enemy's tail all over the state. How? By lifting up your voice, by, by speaking the word of God from your mouth, by getting these words in scripture in you. When we do that, we please him. Why? because faith pleases God and faith in his word pleases him amen it all it, it you it all usually comes back to faith and that's what it's all about faith pleases God and i want to be one who pleases God and i know you do too well We've run out of time again, but we'll, we'll pick up on uh, some of these things maybe next time. Uh, but we just enjoy being here. Uh, thank God that we have this opportunity to be on podcasts and to, to get the word out. So if you enjoy what you're hearing, share this, share it with others. And until next time, we will see you and er- live in everyday revival.